internet peeps and welcome to another edition of Escape from SideQuest. I am Joe Dubs. And I'm Andy. And this is the bi-weekly video games where we just come here and we talk about video games because we're fucking nerds. Uh, Andy, what the hell you been playing? Um, almost all the same stuff as last time, unfortunately. I, I'm still piddling away in Pokemon White. Uh, I've had a lot of stuff going on in like my, my big boy adult life, so I haven't got to play a lot of video games. But I streamed Ultimate Runes of Virtue last week, and I'm thinking I might stream it again tonight or tomorrow. And um, was the Beat Saber DLC out last show? Well, whatever. I, I have the Beat Saber DLC, so I've been playing a bunch of Beat Saber. It's a ton of fun. And then I jumped back into Super Hot, as long as I had people headset on to do it. It's still great. Yeah, I watched your uh, uh, playback of you playing Beat Saber. I think it was recent, right? Yeah, fairly recent. I've streamed it uh, two or three times since the DLC came out. What's funny is like seeing you play VR games and then just hearing you just going, this is fucking awesome. Like, that's real good. I mean, I like VR, but I still think it's just a gimmick that is eventually going to die out. Well, it's not what Sony thinks. Yeah, they're putting a lot of money into that, and we'll talk about that soon, of state of play. So, I think it was last week. Was it last week? Yeah, last week, uh, the Tom Clancy Division 2 came out, and uh, I played it, and I am at level 22, and the cap is level 30, and there is an end game and stuff. I really like it. Um... Playing in Washington, D.C. is really interesting. Uh, when the first Division came out, it was very bare-bone. Uh, there was like three or four missions, and it was just bland. Uh, Division 2, there is so much shit to do that it can get overwhelming, but you level up pretty quickly, and if you're with a group... Uh, it could be really fun. I just haven't had time to play with my friends because they all have lives because we're all adults and, you know, work schedules get in the way. So I've been doing solo and matchmaking. And I've, I've been having some decent people in matchmaking uh, where they actually help out and they communicate. Uh, not a lot of communicating these days on online play. Which is How long does, does uh, missions and stuff take whenever you match with people? Uh, when you match with people, it usually takes about 15 to 20 minutes. Uh, uh, yeah. I thought it'd be way longer. I thought it was like a, a big old massive kind of game. No, they do have their events and their, like, I know the end game is longer. Like, you're playing like 30 to an hour on that yeah. mission. Uh, but the other ones, uh, you could go through a mission like 15 to 20 minutes. It, it will take longer if there is a... Uh, part of the mission where it's gonna be hard and you're always dying and when when you die there's a point where you can't have any respawns and when you lose you go back to the checkpoint Bummer. yeah so how's the story the story is okay um i really don't care for it uh if you remember in the first one uh, during black friday they had a virus outbreak and in Washington, D.C., they're kind of rebuilding the government, if that's positive in any way, I guess. <laughs> um, you, there's these, like, 
groups. There's the hyenas and then there's the sons, like I guess the sons of liberty kind of people. Uh, Both stupid names. Yeah, they are the bad guys. They want to have anarchy 24 uh, 7. Are they working together or is it just like a, a three sided? It's a, it's a three sided, but you know, it, you're the division, you're part of the government, the US government, trying to reform the government back, and you're fighting against these gangs to uh, get rid of them so that, you know, you could restore the. Because the president is in this. Uh, this game are they just like gangs or are they like like an organized militia or are they um, like I, I i saw something that led me to believe that they were like domestic terrorists that had organized militia and stuff like that yeah it's something like that but i would consider them more gangs than anything i mean they do have weapons and shit uh, they they do have they're kind of like ISIS in a way. <laughs> so yeah, organized terrorists. Because they do have leaders. What's great about this division, uh, in order to take control of the streets, you have to control certain points and certain choke areas. Uh, so, and when you take over a control point, you have to kill their leader. So, it's very addicting and... and having your armor and your weapon and always upgrading and shit like that could be addicting too because like i had the m60 i had a level six that i was rocking with and then all of a sudden i got like a level uh 20 and it shoots way better and you just you're always striving to get better equipment hmm, it's interesting that it's like it, I, I don't know like whenever i think about military shooters i don't think about improving gear that way that's really yeah um, if you ever get it, um, I mean, I, I didn't get it for PlayStation yet, but I'm down to group up if you want to try it out. If it Maybe. Uh, that, that's a world I haven't been back to in a long time. Online shooters and stuff. I wouldn't even... It, it is a shooter, but it's like... Uh, it's a looter shooter. Um, but it plays more like an MMO. Like, there is a tank, there is a... A healer, and there is a, a a ranger, pretty much, just with guns. Just Man, wait, uh, wait for uh, wait for I a sale. Yeah, I say if it hit, if it goes down to like thirty or twenty dollars, then buy it. That's a good sale. And Ubisoft has been doing weird sales lately because the new new Assassin's Creed is like thirty bucks. And they already got slashed the Far Cry, the the uh, expansion for five. That's now twenty dollars. So I don't know. Ubisoft sent me an email the other day, telling me some like Ubi points or whatever, like the points on their their little service thing with Wire. Mm -hmm. And I think I think I was looking at my phone and I read that. I think I said out loud, "Who the fuck cares?" <laughs> <laughs> Like, I mean, I, I like some of the rewards. I was really like, if you play two of their games, like if you play Assassin's Creed and Rainbow Six, you get like an Assassin's Creed themed thing in Rainbow Six and, and vice versa. Stuff like that. I, I like that. Like if you play Ghost Recon, you get like the ghost's helmet or something like that. It's not a specific example, but it's always along those lines. I like that a lot. But then you can use the points to get digital downloads of of backgrounds and stuff and, and gun skins. I, mean, I got like a gun skin in Rainbow Six Siege that makes all of your weapons look like 
elephant skin. It was mm -hmm. kind of like, oh, okay, that's cool, I guess. Yeah, um, I, they used to, the Uplay points, you were able to put that towards another game and get a discount on it, just how, like, Nintendo does. Yeah. Um, but they stopped that for some strange reason, probably because people bought a lot of games and, like, now they, uh, <laughs> they get mad discounts. Yeah, they accumulated a bunch of that. And they're like, oh no, we're not making any money. Oh no. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, they're, they're not really worth anything. I, I know it was a little bit of a side thought, but I, I got that email and I kind of forgot I had Uplay points. Hmm. Yeah. And what they also do is they, uh, if you go on Uplay on PC, I don't know how they do it on console, um, but you can use those. <laughs> God bless you. You could use those Uplay points to get, like, items and shit. Like, I know in Division 2 I was able to get this outfit and stuff, but that's bullshit. <laughs> in, in Siege, it, like, opens in a little side browser thing on the screen. So I think it's built into individual games on the console. But that's the only Ubisoft game I've played this generation, I think. Mm. On 360, I owned a fuck ton. I had, like, both Ghost Recons and Hawks and... And, and Rainbow Six Vegas, and Vegas 2, Assassin's Creed 1, 2, 3, a bunch of shit. <laughs> Fucking end war. If anybody remembers that game. That... I played it, and I did not stick with it. Yeah, it, it had a really, really good teaser site that they had. Uh, if anybody remembers that, they had, like, radio signals of, like, the end of the world, World War Three and shit. It, it was pretty... End war was neat. It was, a uh, it was, a. Uh, RTS in the in the Tom Clancy vein. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's worth checking out if the words I just said sounded interesting to you. But really, as far as RTSs go, it was a it was like a subpar par RTS. As far as Tom Clancy games go, it didn't have clever writing. I thought I'm not saying every Tom Clancy game has clever writing, but it didn't feel Tom Clancy. Mm -hmm. it, it was it was kind of a strange premise. For a three-way World War Three, oh, it, it was okay. I think it had uh, it had that gimmick where you could use the mic to give your soldiers commands. And I remember thinking, "Oh, it's gonna be badass," and then it barely worked. So I stopped using it pretty much immediately. Yeah, Tom Clancy back in the day was like really good. I I feel like it's tainted now because. Yeah, they did a bunch of side stuff that kind of, like, I mean, I got Hawks, and I like Hawks, but mm -hmm. it, never it also never felt very complex. It's like, you got, it's just the Trinity. You got Rainbow Six, you got your Splinter Cell, you got the Ghost Recon. Those, those feel complex. Yeah, but even those were, I was kind of like, alright, I kind of get it. Now we're getting the point of view of, like, a jet fighter and shit. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm glad they branched out. It's just so weird that that's, it's a brand, Tom Clancy, you know, because, you know, he's such a great writer and everything, I understand that. It's so annoying when you stream or uh, go on YouTube and try to, like, you would think, be like, hey, I'm going to type in Division 2 and it's going to pop up. No, in the search bar, you have to type in Tom Clancy's Division 2, and I'm like... Yeah, they're all... I, it, it has bugged me to this day whenever I alphabetize my games, whether I, I'm going to put them all under Tom Clancy or I'm going to put them under their own thing. I think I have finally decided on Tom Clancy, except in PlayStation 4, where it actually goes under Rainbow Six because it's not Tom Clancy. Mm -hmm. But they all have the same spine, and I like them all sitting next to each other. It's like the, the kind of... Oh, they that, did block text spine. That's interesting. They didn't. They didn't slap the Tom Clancy name on Rainbow Six Siege. 
No, they did. I just ignored it. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I was going to be like, man, Rainbow was all about Tom Clancy. I remember Raven, uh, Raven Shield. I fucking love that game. Oh, yeah. yeah. There were a bunch of them back in the day. Yeah. I remember the one on 64. I hated it. But I was, I was like, younger, so I didn't... I just kind of wanted to run and shoot guys, and I kept getting killed, and I was like, God damn it, what's wrong with this guy? Yeah, this is kind of I've matured. This is kind of off topic from Tom Clancy, but it's kind of within the same realm. Um, I'm itching to play SWAT 4. <laughs> really? SWAT 4 of all things? Yeah, I don't know why. Like, any of the SWAT games, like, I do have SWAT 2, the one where it's, like, over the top, and then uh, you get to move your guys and shit. Uh, but I, I've been in the mood to play those games. I don't know why. Get them. They can't be much. I could probably get it on GOG. Uh, but uh yeah let's move on to some uh i almost said movies uh games that news that matter to us can't speak uh, game news matter yeah Mark. <laughs> ostrich blah 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 google stadia so they were teasing this uh pretty much for the entire month until uh recently when gdc happened and uh people were wondering if it was going to be a console uh, a lot of people were like, well, I'm part of this Google streaming beta thing, so I'm pretty sure it's streaming-wise. And those people were right. Uh, Google Stadia is a streaming service. If anybody remembers OnLive, uh, that wonderful thing that uh, kind of came and went, uh, Google is trying it. And um, we're all going to have to face it one day that physical media might die out and pretty much streaming and digital are going to be the new thing which the business has been talking about for a while now microsoft really wants that to happen they're they're supposed to be working on this uh this discless xbox one right now mm -hmm. so same kind of per of course in their instance they want you to buy the digital game and have it but then they also have the game pass everyone's got a pass and sony's got it microsoft's got it yeah but I know I've been back and forth where I was like, oh, I kind of prefer digital because it's less room in my house. But now since I've been going back on my retro, uh, getting, you know, retro consoles and games, like physical media is good uh, because you get to own it, even though in digital you do buy it and it is yours. But when that internet goes out, let's just say a worldwide internet just dies. Um... Some of these are tethered to online services that uh, you will not own these games anymore. Yeah. And I feel like that's bad. Uh, well, I don't think the internet's going to go anywhere, but we have seen in the past, uh, th there's a lot of uh, digital-only alarmists that I, I guess I probably pitch my tent in that camp too because uh, it's, it's stuff like... Um, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 like, just disappeared digitally because of some stupid rights snafu after uh, Disney bought Marvel and those things and they didn't really come to terms with it. Mm -hmm. um, the Simpsons arcade game along with the X-Men arcade game were both available on the 360 digitally for a little while and then they just like, oh, they disappeared, now they're gone because a rights thing, like the rights expired and X-Men the arcade game... I think came back, but the Simpsons arcade game is still gone. It was available like for barely a year. It's the only time it's ever been available outside of like an actual arcade cabinet. Mm -hmm. So you know, 
I can't point to, well, you should have got the physical release instead because it doesn't exist. But you can point to it and say, this is the kind of shit that they can pull with digital and it's just out of everyone's control. It's, oh, we lost the rights. Uh, yeah, and it's really bad because, like, you could have the game in your hand. Like, I have Metal Gear Acid in my hand right now. Um, if if it was digital in some way, and let's say I didn't have this in my hand, uh, and Konami decided, hey, fuck you, I don't want your uh, my game on your console or streaming service and stuff, uh, that game is gone forever. Unless Konami or whatever game company decides to put it back on there. Uh, at least when you have the physical media, uh, you can pretty much say all the, you know, the game company, go fuck yourself, I have it, and I'm gonna pop it in my system and play it. Because it's Thank yours. God for emulation. Yeah. But even that is, uh, is kind of scary now, where, you know, you have Nintendo, and I think... Yeah, yeah, I, I understand. I mean, emulation's never gonna go anywhere. Piracy's never gonna go anywhere. Piracy has existed since the internet and will always exist i think so anyway it's just the routes we have to go through to get stuff it's going to become more difficult but if i want to download a main emulator and play the simpsons arcade game go fuck yourself you know mm -hmm. yeah so uh this is streamable uh you can play it on your computer you could, they showed it on cell phones and shit uh and also your tv uh, I bet you they're gonna have apps for TVs that you could hook it up. Uh, sure. They showed off a controller. It looks like every other controller. Two analog sticks. About. And you could also use other controllers. You could use an Xbox One, PlayStation Four. I believe a Steam controller could work too. Yeah, I I got the impression that that's what this they wanted this to be. It seemed like a Steam box that specialized in. Uh, uh, streamable, uh, what's uh, a la carte, carte blanche, whatever the phrase I'm trying to, mm -hmm. like stuff like that, instead of instead of buying a bunch of individual games, which I'm sure it'll support. But what, it makes me think about the Steam box and what's the NVIDIA device? Is it called the Shield? Yeah, the Shield, yeah. It makes me think about stuff like that, but it's Google, so I have to assume that they want a larger audience. They're going to try to capture Joe Schmo. Like, at the end of the day, are we the target audience for this? I'm not, I, I, I don't know enough about it. And then Apple turned around and announced something similar, too, I recall. Yeah, Apple Arcade. I didn't really uh, dive into that. I'm guessing it's going to be pretty much the same thing. So It's the same premise. It's, it's, a, it's a bunch of games. You can stream them. You pay for a service, which I guess that's the logical... I, People do that with music and movies now, right? So it makes sense that that would happen with games. And I subscribe to Netflix, and I subscribe to uh, Amazon Prime Music, and I like both of those services, but it's not about games. I, I don't I like it as much. It has the same problems. If, uh, Amazon, if Amazon lost the rights to certain music, if they lost the rights to, to Foo Fighters, and I wanted to listen to a Foo Fighters album, I would just suddenly not have access. Mm -hmm. But... I don't it feels different. Maybe it's because I'm more passionate about games physical medium because I have been alive almost as long as video games have been a thing. Whereas with, with music and movies, you know, they they've been around for a century. Movies have been music's been around for a century. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like We're we're just you know, old people that have uh, been there almost since the beginning. Um 
so we're gonna be like those old people yelling at the clouds but you know what this is for pretty much the future you know the future children and uh, adults and stuff that are just gonna be this is the way they're gonna play video games now and yeah it's it's foolish to be like oh i don't want this to happen it's gonna happen you have to hope that it's handled well Mm -hmm. that's that's the best that's the best we can do because this is the future there's going to be a discless xbox one google stadia is coming apple bullshit arcade whatever it's coming game passes are a thing and they're only going to gain more and more steam so yeah. no pun with um what i've heard is that uh, this is why i think it's still a little too early for something like this to happen um you really need really good internet to play this if you want <laughs> almost uh, no lag. I mean, you're going to have latency because it's streaming. Um, so I heard like 25 megs up or something like that, and then like 20 something down. I don't know, some, something outrageous where the like third world countries and some parts of the United States, they don't get that. And plus there's data caps and shit. So... I still think it's too early. I mean, I think the internet uh, ISPs need to change if they want to keep. They want to do things like Netflix and Google Stadia. But knowing ISPs is they're gonna want to make money, so they're just gonna up data plans probably. Be like, hey, you you want to have streaming? Well, you have to get this, you know, plan. Yeah, that's that's another totally different nuanced issue about the internet, whether it's a considered utility. So, mm -hmm. um, I forgot what I was going to say. I had something separate to say, the ISP argument, but um, oh, uh, it's kind of early on. I want to know more about it because I wonder, like, depending on the size of the game, it could keep a lot of it in cash. And I wonder if uh, internet speeds could, could even be alleviated that way. It's the kind of thing, like, you're saying it's late. I agree with you eh, about 80% of the way. But Google is the kind of company, it's like uh, when the Xbox came out, it didn't even do that well. But Microsoft just had so much money, they could just afford to stay in the game until they started making money with the Xbox 360. So I kind of see Google doing the same thing with this. Stadia is going to come out, and everyone's going to be wish-washy on it, and have some deals. There's going to be the early adopters, and there's going to be, you know, Joe Schmo is going to pick one up for his kids or something. Mm. Assume that they like Minecraft. And uh, it's going to make some money, not a lot. And they're just going to stick with it until it starts making money. That's what I think. Yeah, I agree. And I'm, like like you said before, we're not saying don't do this. We understand. It's kind of like the pinball and Pong and Atari and shit. Like, we look at that back then. Yeah, we respect it because that's what the beginning was. Like, pinball is fucking awesome. Like, when I go to an arcade, I see a pinball machine. I go by it because that's how pretty much arcades kind of you know went and stuff it had pinball uh, there was pac-man there was uh other shit uh donkey kong or diddy kong what donkey kong there you go um but i don't know like i said it's still a little too early but you said google has a lot of money uh but i will also say google does have a lot of money and they do have a lot of hit or misses uh, one being Google Plus, where apparently that was supposed to be the next Facebook, and it fucking flopped. Um, but you know what? 
Google has a lot of money, this is kind of like the right people instead of like on live where, you know, eventually his business do run out of money. Uh, I also heard the latency is not that bad compared to on live. Um, what do you think the price is going to be for monthly? Uh, $15. I'm going to go 20 I think it's going to be 20 a month. Uh, and if they really get good titles, because I see people are playing Doom and Assassin's Creed uh, Odyssey. Uh, so I think a lot of AAA companies might be going on Google Stadia. Um, that's still in the future. I mean, I could totally see indies doing this too, that they can get a deal. Indie companies. Uh, you know, play like uh, Hollow Knight or uh, uh, other games and shit. That would be pretty cool. Uh, Maybe. I mean, if they could make money doing it. I don't know if uh, smaller companies are going to have as much as, as much to gain from just licensing it once. It's, it's one burst of income. That's that's something I'm trying to... I guess a lot of it... Again, this is a, a side tangent. Most indies have been making a ton of money on the Switch, even more so than Steam now. So I think they're starting to come into being recognized as, oh, this is a for real $15 game. Lots of people buy it. Oh, oh, what I wanted to bring up, do you really think that... I mean, I know it's Google and everything, but it's going to be native 4K and 8K and run at 60 frames per second? Depends on depends on your, your up and down, man. I, I'm sure it'll have some capacity to do it, but you're going to need a developer that can develop a good game clever enough to do it. You're going to need uh, the device is going to have to support it. Your TV, your TV is going to have to support it. You're going to have to have all the right cables. You're going to have to have the right internet connection. Yeah, a lot, a lot of pegs go. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I was gonna... the one positive I think that I would buy this uh to use uh because they were talking about like if you go on youtube and you watch a trailer of like uh a, a video game you'd be like hey i want to play this uh there is like a demo section that you could play for like an hour so i don't even think you have to buy the thing i think uh on youtube they're gonna add like a little stadia thing like a try a game for like 30 minutes to an hour demo which would be pretty cool where I can go, hey, I don't know if I want to, you know, spend money on buying this game. Let me just go try it for an hour using Google Stadia through via YouTube. So, like, that's the only positive thing I could see myself doing so that I don't have to spend the full $60. That's what I kind of do with uh, EA Access, uh, the origin thing. Where, you know, I wanted to try out Battlefield Five and uh, the other games. So, let me just, you know, spend $15 for that month and try out the game and if I don't like it I just cancel the the service. Yeah, something like that could work. Yeah, so that's like a one positive thing I could get out of it, but for me to be like I'm done with consoles and uh, PC gaming, so I'm just going to do the streaming service. No. I mean, maybe if I ever have kids and stuff, maybe that's what I'll do in the future. I don't know. But let's move on since we uh we uh, killed Stadia. Let's go into something that uh, a little more virtual. Uh, State of Play happened on the 25th, I believe. 
Yeah, it was a Monday, and it happened at 5 o'clock. Uh, I got a notification on my phone for streaming Facebook. Mm -hmm. 5 o'clock? Everyone's at work, you asshole. Yeah. Well, not everyone. Everyone's on their way home. Yeah. Um, but to kind of give, like, a background, um, Sony's not going to E3 this year. Uh, I, I believe Sony is adopting the Nintendo way of doing a direct, which... Good. Which I, I like. Uh, you know, as me, as someone that does like E3 in the conferences, I do like that maybe Sony's going to come out with a state of play every month. I, I, I kind of don't like the name state of play. Sounds yeah, I don't like it either. Like, I, I thought it was going to be a one-off name, but then I started getting the impression that that's, it, it's their equivalent of Direct or whatever, and Microsoft has some version of it. And uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not digging it either. Mm-hmm. And uh, people were starting to get a little hype. I think it, I think people got too overhyped. I didn't get overhyped, but I did think it was kind of disappointing in a way. I was hyped, motherfucker! Yeah, because you, you love PSVR. <laughs> yeah! I mean, I, I, uh, on the PSVR, someone posted a funny a meme. Um, it's just, uh, you know, that shot from The Office where uh, he opens the niche of lines and like, smiles at the camera? Oh. It's just, it's like... Um, uh, every, or the everyone on the internet, state of play was a failure. PSVR owners, and it's that, but he's wearing the PSVR headsets. Because <laughs> everyone who has a PSVR was like, "Yes, <laughs> I want to play all of these things." They, yeah. they announced so many cool things. Oh, I want to play that Iron Man game so fucking bad. Yeah, that looks good. Uh... No Man's Sky actually looks pretty good in VR. I will admit yeah, that. Yeah, uh, you can pick it up for like $10 at certain places. I think I might go do it just to have it for one of this VR shits. Yeah, and it's super updated now, so it's not bare-boned yeah. like when it first yeah, came uh, out. Beyond, right? Uh, yeah, it's Beyond. No Man's yeah. Sky VR Beyond. Uh, it, sounds, it sounds like a, something I could get down on. Yeah, there's a Five Nights at Freddy's, which no, I'm not gonna fucking have a heart attack while I'm playing yeah, the video. Yeah, I'm just scared. I can barely play Resident Evil Seven or fucking shit my pants. <laughs> yeah, and other than that, um, yeah. Wait a second, like people sounded like the whole thing was VR. It's not really. It wasn't. Yeah, there, there was, there was non VR stuff in there. Uh, there was some implemented uh, VR in like. The Concrete Genie, which looks interesting, uh, I will say. Uh, I am, uh, I, I made a joke, so I was like, oh, so this kid is breaking the law and doing graffiti. I get it. <laughs> uh, it I like the art of it, but uh, I'm probably not going to buy that on day one. Uh, Days Gone uh, is coming out soon, surprisingly. Uh, April 26th. Uh, it's a zombie game, uh, if anybody remembers it. People thought it was like Last of Us Part 2, but it wasn't when it was at E3. Uh, I heard that there's going to be like six hours of cutscenes, by the way. Very Metal Gear-esque. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of excited because I'm more of a story player than, uh, you know, actual gameplay. I should just watch fucking movies then. Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I thought was really odd, oh, and then they also showed, uh, Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled, uh, you could have the PlayStation skins and stuff, like, the old Crash, uh, in the, when it first came out, which is cool. 
Uh, Iron Man looked really, really cool. I just wish that it was a regular game better than what the Xbox 360 version was. <laughs> I do not wish that. I think they're doing the right thing. Yeah, hopefully it's not like Arkham uh, VR, where it was like a... Oh, it was super short. Yeah. Hopefully it's like a full game. But what was really odd to me about the state of play is like when you think of a Nintendo Direct or like an Xbox thing, you would end it on a game that isn't exclusive to your company. Uh, in state of play, they chose Mortal Kombat 11, which the trailer looked really, really fucking cool. Uh, Agree. Uh, and I will be buying this. Are you getting it on the Switch or PlayStation? Uh, neither to start. Oh. I don't know. That's not a day one thing for me. I have some friends that are gonna get it, so I'm just gonna reach theirs for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm holding off on the Switch just because I don't know if it's gonna. Cause, uh, when WWE uh, 2K19 came out, <laughs> they had bad frame rate, so I don't know how the frame rate's gonna be on the Switch. So I'm gonna wait on that before. Yeah, I a lot of developers are still trying to figure out how to get the best, best work out of the Switch, and it's kind of a shame. Cause... Mm -hmm. I see Nintendo doing what they do, and I, I mean, I don't know the inner workings, but I, I want Nintendo to go to these people and be like, no, 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 you idiots, do this, and then get a bunch of really great things out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it looked really cool. I think the story is that the, uh, the, the present, like, characters are going to be going back in time and fighting themselves and shit, uh, which is kind of like injustice in a way so <laughs> i hope the story writing is not lazy and they're just copying injustice but it seems like that but i'm still gonna fucking play it's mortal kombat everybody fucking loves mortal kombat real um for you you liked it because of vr um you know me i didn't get overhyped i didn't go hey they, uh, we're finally gonna see about Death Stranding, we're finally gonna see when Last of Us Part 2 comes out. Uh, I do, the positive side I could say is this is a start. This is a really good start that, uh, will get updates. I wish they were a little more creative like Nintendo. Uh, Nintendo likes to have their, uh, their in-between where they have the, the developer or like a Reggie or a Bowser come out and, and talk. Uh, this one is just straight up trailers, which which could be good because it's straight to the point. They're learning, they're 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 testing. But uh, Sony recently filed a patent for a wireless PlayStation VR headset. It's not doesn't mean it's going to exist or anything, but it's a pretty detailed patent. A lot of people think it's pointing toward there's going to be a wireless headset that comes out. Whether or not it's for the PlayStation 4, the PlayStation 5, we don't know. Mm. The patent shows the picture of a PlayStation 4. It doesn't mean anything for the patent's sake. They just got to put generic game box. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I saw that. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then the state of play came out. And they really showcased VR. And it made me think, man, Sony's doubling down on this VR thing. And I was scared to death after I got mine that they were going to back off because I'm doing great it's still like it's got like a really passionate niche audience like mm. people who have playstation vr and it's not to say all of them i i i got it and now it's just kind of like us you know like like the we did after whatever but there, there's a lot of primo really good stuff for playstation vr i'm trying to keep up with like what all the good stuff is and i think it's you know i mean this should show i think it's gonna get better so if you have the room for a playstation vr 
I'd be looking out for that that wireless headset. That or when it comes out and people like me want to buy the wireless headset, you can buy my used one. <laughs> no, I'm probably going to get the wireless one because the reason why I got rid of my wired one uh, is because of wires. Uh, th that's what really turn turns me off because I did have the Vive. Uh, we do now, me and my brother do have the Oculus Rift uh, because it's easy to set up. But um, the, Is it that uh, the Oculus, what's it called, Journey or whatever? Or is it just a Um. I know with the Oculus Rift you have like two cameras and then the headset and then the the controllers and shit. Um, that sounds harder to set up than a PlayStation 2. No, 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 the cameras are on your desk. In the Vive, um, the Vive you had to put like in the corners of your room. Um, oh, right, yeah. And what do you call it? The PSVR, I believe you just had the camera on your TV and then you had to move controllers and then that little adapter and stuff so i just don't like wires <laughs> so so i will be getting the wireless if they do announce that they also did a patent on uh trade-ins or something like that where you could trade in digital games so so that, that's gonna be weird i'm thinking that's gonna be more for ps5 than ps4 i just hope they didn't like patent it so no <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. Like, just to prevent it from ever becoming an industry. Mm-hmm. Just so that, you know, it's kind of like in WWE when, you know, NXT superstars go to the main roster and never use them. <laughs> <laughs> um, going from State of Play uh, to the Nindies Direct, which was kind of a surprise the, the week before the State of Play. Uh, I remember texting you and I was going, oh, there's a the surprise Direct. <laughs> for Nindies. Yeah, they always announce them like two days before. Yeah. And if anybody doesn't know what Nindies Direct is, it's the uh, indie developers for Nintendo. Uh, or indie developers going to Nintendo. And but they, they showed some fun stuff. They opened with... I it, it was heavily rumored, but they still opened with what was a pretty effective show. They, they're going to have a Cuphead here on the Switch. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, they, what was funny is people were like, Microsoft lied, um, but, but then I was like, wait a second, Microsoft and Nintendo are friends, so this kind of makes sense. They're, uh, I don't know if they're buddies, but yeah, it's getting to that point. They're starting to be more friendly with each other. I don't think they view each other as direct competition. Well, I mean, it's, it's kind of thrilling. Well, they did say in a direct, and this is quotation in the article I'm reading, friends at Microsoft. Uh during the cuphead area and because of the rumors of the game pass being on uh nintendo switch soon which is really interesting by the way can't wait yeah i want to know how that's gonna i can't wait to hear about that uh oh, but they also uh rad looks great it's double fine uh they're great um from double uh, fine <laughs> zero katana looked really really cool uh my friend pedro i was already on as a developer should have been on three. Mm -hmm. It looks hilarious and great. Um, I think there were others, but those are the ones that jumped to mind. Yeah. Sure. Darkwood looks good because I remember playing that on PC. It's like an overtop uh, survival horror game. Um, what else is there? Uh, da, 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 da. 
Nuclear, Nuclear Throne is good on PC. I'm happy that's on uh, Switch now. And uh, Red Lantern looked really, really interesting. That's the... Oh, yeah, yeah, that did look... I, I kind of wanted to see more. Yeah, the... I wonder if it's going to be, like, a survival thing. I think that's what they were going for. It made me think about, like, um, like Firewatch, like like a walkie kind of things are happening. But obviously a lot more happens, because, yeah, survive, you're surviving. It's a fucking bear. <laughs> you, you gotta make sure you, you keep healthy and stuff. Yeah, and uh, Stranger Things 3 is coming out in July 4th. The TV show and also the video game. What do you think about that video game, by the way? I, just from, just from the trailer, the teaser... I'm really disappointed. I, uh, it just looks so vanilla. Like something as cool as Stranger Things should have like a crazier, cooler, more interesting game. Mm -hmm. But it just kind of looks like an isometric. You're going to beat stuff up and punch through doors and then beat some stuff up. It doesn't look like anything interesting is happening. And that might be the bait and switch. Like they may still be doing something really interesting with it. Mm -hmm. It just seems like with that property, they should, they should, they should do it all, man. I want to see something interesting, but it just looks like a vanilla, you know. Yeah, I, feel, I don't. Know. We'll wait. I feel like Netflix was like, "Hey, Stranger Things uh, three, TV shows uh, coming out, and uh, you know, it'd be really cool if we had a game." <laughs> and they're like, "Fuck it, let's make this uh, game really quickly." And I feel Doesn't like the game um, cover something that the series something um story what i heard is that it's pretty much gonna be the in-between of two and three so uh it's kind of like a prequel and that could be interesting um i think would be really ma uh, meta is kind of like how they had black mirror bandersnatch where you get to choose things i think it would be pretty cool if like the video game could somehow uh, influence the TV show in some way. I don't know how you would do that, but I think it would be pretty cool if they somehow implement some something like that. But in order for that to happen, the game would have probably had to come out first before the TV show, so that they could get stats on what people did. Yeah, they're coming out the same day, right? Yep. I'll give it. I'll give it a shot. Um, first, I'll look at it from other streamers and. Uh, videos before I buy it, but I'll, I'll give it a shot if it, it looks good Yeah, so that, that was a surprising Nindies uh, Some people shit on it because obviously uh, People are still fucking mad about the other direct where they didn't get any Animal Crossing or Metroid So people need to shit on this one too, but go fuck yourself <laughs> uh, They all uh, Wall Street also announced that there's gonna be two new switches um, there's, there, apparently there's going to be a mini, uh, where there's no detachable, uh, Joy-Cons. It's all going to be one system, uh, which is really, really weird to me, but really cool, I guess, if it's cheaper than the Switch that we have now. Because maybe I'll buy that mini Switch so that I can bring it wherever I want to. So let's say they charge, like, you know, 200 or maybe 150. I would, that, that'd be pretty cool to have. What do you think? Uh, maybe who? You said someone announced. Uh, rumors on Wall Street Journal. Oh. 
Uh, but they've been right about all the rumors because apparently they have an inside guy in the business. And apparently the other Switch is supposed to be like an upgraded, kind of like with the 3DS, the new 3DS. Yeah, I was thinking 2DS when you described it. Yeah. Yeah, so the Mini is kind of like a 2DS and then the the uh, the upgraded Switch is supposed to be like a the new new kind of thing, which... I gotta wait and see. Like, I could see, I'm the kind of guy that I'll be like, oh, want it. And then the second it's even a dollar on sale, I'll pick it up. So I'll be like, oh, it's a big deal. I'm stupid. But if they make an updated Switch, depending on what it does and why it's updated, I could see picking it up. Uh, the, the mini one, it, it doesn't appeal to me as much. Mm hmm. Like, if it was cheap, on the cheap side, I think I'd probably get it so that I'm not worried that I will drop my current Switch uh, outside because, you know, you drop it, that's $300 you're, you're breaking. If they make... I don't know if I want the screen to be too small. Yeah, that, that was another thing uh, I thought about, but again... Honestly, it's, it's like in the sweet spot. I really like the screen. I know you can't put it in your pocket like a 3DS. That breaks my heart, but... And, you know, that's the trade-off you gotta make. Mm-hmm. Sharp screen. And if, if you look at airports and, like, public spots and shit, like, you see people with switches. Yeah, for sure. I, I took mine to California back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the switch is so awesome. Uh, handhelds are just awesome in general. Just playing games on the go. Fucking amazing. Uh, we didn't complete any quest, right? Nah, yeah, we can, we, can, we can skip the second. Yep. On that note, everybody, I think that's the end of the episode. Uh, we did talk about Google Stadia a lot. I think we had to because uh, we have strong feelings about that. And obviously, we had to talk about the directs that both Sony and Nintendo did. Um, Andy, you working on any project? You still working at Ultima thing? Yep, Ultima. Like I said, I'm going to stream it soonish. Well, maybe not tonight, probably tomorrow or the next day. Alrighty. Those are Thursday and Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um... I don't know what I'm gonna be doing. I know tomorrow I'm doing the Resident Evil 3, uh... podcast with Zach. So keep an eye out on that until next week when I edit it and release it, just like how I do every episode of that, of the Nemesis Project. Uh, I might be streaming some Division 2. Um... And I also working on some projects that I'm not I'm not gonna announce yet because I feel like uh, it's premature, and I don't want to do that. But if you want to catch all our episodes for both Escape from SideQuest and Big Trouble Little Podcast, make sure to go to novnetwork.podbean.com, and we're also on iTunes. If you go to Nerd Review uh, uh, Nerd Review Network on iTunes, we're on there. I've seen a lot of people uh, downloading on iTunes, but nobody's commenting. So make sure to comment on iTunes, give us a review on iTunes, give us a comment on Podbean, and we will talk about it in, on next episode. We will shout you out, or if you have any questions and shit, just you know, post it in there. Uh, you can also talk to us on nerdreview.com where we talk about nerdy things. That's where all our podcasts are posted there. <coughs> and Mike does, my friend Mike, does a movie reviews on b-rated horror films so so if you're looking for b-rated horror horror films he does reviews there so go check it out nerdreview.com 
on that note, everybody, I think we're going to end this episode. So see you later, guys. Thanks for listening.